0: welcome to this week's episode of Devil's strap podcast in which we will talk about sex violence and cannibalism and if you stay tuned you can learn what a fur slipper is another lesson of the day
1: don't punch children or they'll punch you to death let's do this To this week's episode of devil's trap podcast i'm diana i'm liz and this week we're going to talk season three episode five
0: bedtime stories Aww. so yeah. we're talking about a madonna album no,
1: <laughs> no 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 not that bedtime
0: stories uh yeah so how are you this week fine it's the weather has been really nice so i was able to get out and go to the zoo and the austin Ooh. zoo is really awesome if you guys have ever been there it's a ba- it's a rescue and re- rehabilitation center so you can go to each of the each of the animals have the sign of their story so you can find out like where they were before like hi some asshole like amazing should just really said some asshole rich guy bought this and then figured out he couldn't take care of it so yeah. now it's here Oh, uh, they also have depressing
1: depressing but also you feel more well, it's to a story
0: it's not depressing it's exciting because you're like oh now you have a happy home you you've got a good story and they also have a ton of them that were brought in from her uh, Harvey. So uh, when yeah. the Houston Zoo flooded and all the, there was, you know, little shit happened to those animals. But so they have quite a few animals over there, and they have like these white foxes that not foxes, white wolves that were fighting mm. each other. And they weren't in their main exhibit, but like all of a sudden I was like, what is that noise? What do I hear barking? And then I went around and it was like, oh, I can see the wolves fighting. And then all the like the monkeys were like, what are the wolves doing? And then the foxes were like, what's going on? And it was really great, and all the animals are very excited. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. It's a lovely zoo. Yeah. And you? Um
1: Babe and I went and sold some of our things that we've made uh at a little neighborhood craft fair Saturday. And then um since I've since we've spoken last, you've seen it, but I dyed my hair, got over my blonde and had to dye my hair. Uh and uh it's fine.
0: You I'll wanted get- to make your hair look like mine, is really was, what it comes down to. I was like,
1: so copying you, I know. Your really hair <laughs> you does look really good. <laughs> so but um I'm still gonna tweak it um because I'm not super super set on it yet. It looks good, but you know, anyways, and then um uh on um this past weekend I uh was inducted as a full member in my car club that I've been pew, participating in for a pew, while, pew, which pew. is pretty cool. So yeah, I'm officially a full member of them car club. There you
0: go. I- I was trying to make an air horn sound, but I know it came out pew-pew. So, yeah.
1: I, don't, what, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll just go straight ICP and go whoop-whoop. Um, but yeah, and that, and then we got to go see um, a friend, our, a good friend of ours, a tattoo artist, um, <clears throat> had a little uh, art show slash exhibition um, slash car show party thing at his, at his, at his shop this weekend too um cabal cabal caballeros caballeros um glass um doing really really cool glass etching uh so I'm excited to get some of that done to my beautiful car eventually um he's doing really cool shit so yeah you can find him on Instagram my plug so what you drinking
0: um I am drinking a just a non-texas wine that i opened last night and then i had a glass and i was like i'm too tired to drink wine so i'm having a toot this sweet a toot this sweet but it's from oregon it's yeah.
1: Yeah. well i just think i was slightly dehydrated and i was kind of already sleepy and so i decided wine might be risky so i just busted out a liquid death because i am um, a sucker for good advertising And also there's a Topo Chico shortage and I needed some sparkling water at the house and they didn't have it, but they did have liquid death. So, you know, there you go. So giant, giant can of water that looks so metal.
0: Done. yeah i mean <laughs> the topo chico shortage has made it to like msn because i just looked it up uh so it is so coca-cola is saying it's happening because of glass. extremely small, strong consumer demand and a shortage of raw materials
1: they're saying it's the glass is part of the problem is what the coca-cola guys told me
0: yeah so um but you know I live in Texas and we got um it, there is amazing uh sparkling water that comes out of here called Richard's rain water. There's yep. also Rambler, there's Waterloo, yep. there's H E B, which is what I'm drinking now, like in addition to the wine, because I'm also trying to hydrate, but I also just I was just fucking thirsty. It's not even trying to hydrate, I'm just fucking thirsty. I am just so,
1: I'm living the weather. I don't know. I,
0: I think don't. we've got some allergy shit going through <clears throat> here or something, like it's just it's been, all the time yeah I just, I'm sneezy, I'm grumpy. I am um, a dwarf, and that is really tying into this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, and
1: an exciting news too. We a, we should be hydrating as we prep for our big trip coming up.
0: Yeah, so I was listening to Kings of Con, which is the podcast for Richard Spate and Rob Benedict. and it sounds like I don't think Richard Spate's gonna be in New Orleans. I'm not sure what? I know Cump- host the whole thing. Well, Rob will probably end up doing it. And like something about like Matt Cohen not coming. I don't know. Uh so there's just things that's up in the air. And we will see what happens when we get there. And you can still find us in our fancy velour sweatsuits. And mm. it'll be, yeah, I think is this the last one that comes out before we go or we have another one? We have another we'll have one. Well, one else. more
1: drop the day. Well, have yep. one more episode drop the day we leave. Yeah. Okay. Yup. Yeah. So we'll be in New Orleans um doing the con thing and uh doing New Orleansy things like you do
0: looking for my casket girls Uh, i want to find some of those um okay well we'll do a whole lore thing on the casket girls one day so you know about them but they're also the rumor of why they people think that vampires came to new orleans is because of them um but yeah this it's my town of spooky spook and uh and good food and good and good music and good booze so And, and
1: diane will be scared of all the spooky stuff there you go
0: we are our airbnb is in a former synagogue and i'm very excited so cool. i'm very excited about going um yeah. so yeah uh we will definitely keep you guys posted on the haps obviously check us out on instagram for all of our fun pictures mm-hmm. I'll, try to so- go, I'll
1: try to do some i've never do it but maybe i'll go live while we're there or something like or do some like we could do some live stuff. from
0: the con that could be yeah. fun we yeah you know, we never do that so yeah we'll we'll try and be better social right. media I get, some, I
1: get some more like real time stories going and things like that while we're there because we try to keep up with it but you know
0: we have you know we, we have, have day what?
1: jobs and like yeah
0: so and how many Instagram accounts are you managing? <laughs> I don't
1: want to talk about it. Don't want to talk
0: about it. So many. <laughs> oh so yeah so many so it's just like i was like crap i had to do research i'm mm-hmm. really hoping like so work podcast i think we're not recording again this week which was really good because i had a really hard time nailing down research for this and mm-hmm. i was like crap now i have to find another topic like on cybersecurity. and I'm like oh no like i don't oh fuck and there's too much research to do my hat's gonna explode but i love their research and so you do it's just annoying when i can't find something that's really exciting so and there are plenty of ways to go any on this one and we'll, we'll get oh, yeah. to what i chose but um yeah we'll, we'll, let's just go ahead and start this episode and get into it so <laughs> i think i think we've covered all our bases of our crap in the beginning right i think we're yeah. good <laughs> good enough good enough listen to diana's opening crap so yeah. wait that sounds weird <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Um. So as Diana said, this is bedtime story. It's not the Madonna album. This is season three, episode five. It first aired November 1st, 2007. So we're still, Mm. we're still following along. Uh, it was directed by Mike Roll, um, who you'll remember from Usual Suspects and in Prison, and Catherine Humphreys, who wrote Unusual Suspects, and did, she did a bunch of other things. Um, but yeah, uh, I think there really isn't a ton of background on this one, so we can just go rolling right into Once Upon a Time
1: so my first comment is that this episode starts off with showing a housing development maple springs uh new york and my first thought is there's a big sign like advertising this new um, development I'm like oh something else in a fucking new neighborhood of fucking course is my first thought do
0: you think there's just one subdivision in in vancouver that was they like, just they, keep using they, they just keep using and they never <laughs> finished it it's just some guy who like a, they have the a developer
1: and and a where like an industrial warehouse that they just keep going back to over and over again <laughs> well
0: yeah i mean that's you know that's how yeah. production works but well i know I but mean, it's
1: just really funny those are like their two go-to sets
0: yeah oh. i just hope like it's like some development where like the ba- the money fell out and so now they're like well we just use this for film crews now like yeah. this this is just what ex- exists
1: yep so at the bottom of the sign it says once upon a time and um there's three builders there and they're Arguing about their building supplies. There's got warped wood, blah, 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 blah. No, no, and- no. He says,
0: You're the brick guy and I'm the wood guy. So <laughs> we've got the wood guy.
1: <laughs> the, the wood guy. Well, and then one of them makes, and like the first kind of like a hint, I think, on this episode of what this is going to be about, other than the name, is one of them in the Once Upon a Time. You get one of them says that a gust of wind could uh, blow the place and the place would blow over. <laughs> um They use that wood. And I'm like, Oh, uh oh, what are we going for here? So there's a noise. One goes to investigate. Doesn't find anything. And as he turns around, there's a big. You know, um, goes to one of them, goes to the car, and all of a sudden he gets attacked. So and and before, guy gets attacked. And
0: bef- before he got attacked, he snorted. He was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh.
1: <laughs> I missed the snort. That's amazing. Yeah. So snort, And so two guys get attacked, and the third one, as he's hiding, gets attacked as well. And we cut away. So we know two are like probably dead, dead, and one
0: we assume is dead but (laughs) is he is he i don't know there's a lot of blood and we hear we hear a lot of animal noises so we don't know what's going
1: on so but the but the intent you know we've already got a lot of uh, implication that this is a take on three little pigs at this point that's that's what's implied here
0: so
1: uh we cut to a giant bullfrog in the middle of the road and um it almost gets hit by the impala while uh our our brothers winchester are arguing
0: again so now Uh, we have now we have the argument that we're going to hate for the rest of the season and i feel like each season we kind of get like one argument that just carries over way too much and it's like yeah we get it you don't want dean to die you want to fight this all right cool understood sam we got it yeah which yeah. i can understand why dean's getting annoyed because i be mean, like shut the fuck up sam we talked about this like seven episodes ago uh we're not and doing in every episode <laughs> since then can you yeah. imagine being stuck in a car with your brother and he was just only talking about that one thing yeah i would fucking kill him
1: yeah fair same um so sam's new plan now he wants to take the cult to the crossroads and shoot the demon to cancel dean's deal and um Sam kind of gets some like digs in here he's like look uh you're not dad and like just kind of getting getting in on Dean a little bit about it um but either way so they kind of have their little argument and then they're on their way to a new job where they think it could be you know some kind of a killer with a reference and they make a reference to the lunar cycle so now that it's got our tie-ins to werewolves would be our tie ins to three little pigs and that the third victim though that we thought could be alive maybe not is still alive so um, they're gonna go find to go talk to him and we, we cut into the doctors walking in or excuse me the brothers walking in trying to talk uh, to the to the victim and they the the victim just assumes that they're sketch one of them is a sketch artist for the police
0: <laughs> oh, which is a great, which is a great premise i like it
1: oh god so um but dean's asking a lot of questions and once again dean is not very empathetic in his communication where sam is a little bit more um but and and or and delicate not even just empathetic but just like delicate sam's kind of sam's kind of like trying to ask leading questions and dean's asking like very like like did he what were his fingers like it was just very awkward so but um the um the victims basically saying, like like the attacker, they stopped and ran off. Um, and uh they're trying to get a description. And the guy's like, he's just a normal guy and is <laughs> very upset by these questions. They finally figure out that you know, one of the things they get out of it is that he did have a tattoo of Wiley Coyote. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <so laughs> oh, someone, Looney, someone... Looney Tunes tattoos, man. Looney Tunes <laughs> yeah. tattoos.
0: Oh, no. they, they work oh. for cover artists everywhere. <laughs>
1: so yeah and uh sam's drawing as the sketch artist is fucking amazing
0: but it was great (laughs)
1: um yeah so they figure out so uh dean's talking to the doctor and they're trying to figure out like what what's up with you know these victims and they find they they assume the heart would be missing but it's not it's been uh chunks of the kidneys lungs and intestines so it's not it's probably not a werewolf then or demons so they don't really know what they're up against at this point
0: we don't know we just don't know what's going on so we're gonna go back to your favorite place the woods <sighs> let's go for a walk in the woods
1: yeah this couple looks fucking stoked they're lost in the woods on a hike and uh lo and behold they find an adorable little house that's like perfectly well kept in the middle of the woods and I think it was weird that the house had a mailbox when there obviously wasn't like a real road.
0: <laughs> that one mail guy is just like, <laughs> like son of a bitch. I gotta go to Ethel's house. God <sighs> oh, damn it, <sighs> Ethel! Like, just get a PO box. Like, why the fuck do you have a mailbox up here? Right? Like, the Amazon <laughs> driver is like Jesus. Ethel, stop! We- no more, no more uh, prime uh, delivery for you. Why does she keep ordering she from is, Amazon? That, ho-
1: that house is the reason they made the drone service. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway there's an older lady out front offers them to come in and rest and he's in this dude like is weirdly excited about this pie on the on the window ledge I don't why know are I'm... you why are you not excited about pie because it well A, it was look like cherry pie and i don't like cherry pie number two <gasps> yeah Calm i don't know I like most kinds of pie. I don't like cherry crap typically. It's just my thing. Anyways, I mean I'm not saying I won't eat it because I don't have self-control and I like things that are bad for me. But if I have my choice, I'm not picking a cherry pie, nor am I getting excited about it. It's kind of like strawberry cake. It's fine, but it's not my favorite. I will eat it, but I'm not like, oh, that's what I'm picking. What
0: the fuck is strawberry cake?
1: Like cake that like strawberry cake
0: uh that sounds like something children eat i don't know it does so anyways <laughs> I,
1: have, I, I have a family member though that's not a child that loves it very much <clears throat> so and so birthdays are always that but anyway so the the guy's like there's a harm it's just a whole a harmless old lady and he's excited about the pie i just feel like if you're sweating in the woods the first thing you want isn't pie personal opinion but that's me so anyways they go inside and uh and are sitting with this lady at her dining room table and it's kind of weird and um they eat a little bit of pie and then he get the 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 husband kind of gets like looks like he's tripping balls and passes out
0: he got cramps they got the cramps and then they got free drugs so you 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 got pie you got free drugs, free drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, got hooked,
1: you got hooked up man you're, you're are.
0: bitching about getting stabbed and like like man you, well, I gave you pie i gave you drugs this is the price you pay
1: yeah well so she starts the old lady starts slashing and stabbing ken the dude (laughs) with this knife and the woman is screaming as you would probably and then we see this of course there's a creepy fucking kid standing outside the window so to be fair she's actually a pretty little girl it's not like she's she's not made to be creepy kid it's creepy because it's a little kid watching this shit go down with that facial expression the child's appearance itself is not creepy is that fair
0: yeah, no. I mean, the child is very satisfied, which is creepy. But also, <laughs> like, in terms of just children, I'm not afraid of this one. You know, she's not a Victorian ghost child. Well, that's um,
1: absolutely true. And she doesn't have crazy demon fingers or anything like that. She's just a pretty yeah.
0: little girl, pretty little girl with a little red bow in her hair and a pretty white dress. Little, a little white dress, a little red ribbon on mm-hmm. it. It is adorable. I also really enjoyed how happy the, gra- the grandma or the elderly woman she's was as so she was stabbing people. She was just like, we. And she it was, was just very like very
1: happy about it.
0: And it's like she's waited her entire life to stab somebody. <laughs> she's like, This is it. Like, what are they going to do? Send me to prison? I'm going to die anyways. I'm like, <gasps> like 90. Just like, Stabby, stabby, stabby. Yeah. 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 So we all, we all wonder we're not going to be doing what I'm 80. We'll
1: know where to find Liz in the local penitentiary. Just after she no, you'll people. find
0: me in the creepy house in the woods. So, and I mean, after you stab people, that's where you will be. I think I think I won't get caught. So okay.
1: uh, you, just you you do listen to a lot of murder podcasts, you're probably fine.
0: <laughs> I have until I'm 80 to plan this out, right? So
1: uh yeah. Um all right, so we cut back to the hospital, our brothers are there, and the woman um that was on the hike did survive. She did not get killed by the old lady. Um, so it's the same doctor treating her that was also treating the a uh, brother from the, from the other attack, um and so uh, he just kind of makes this side comment to D- Dean and Sam about how is the whole town going insane. So Sam's asking the woman how she got away, and she's basically like, Look, "I just didn't eat as much pie as him." So okay, well maybe this is a lesson in self control um, for for me. <laughs> Who knows? Um, um, But in that she shoved the old lady who cracked her head on a stone and she wasn't sure if if the person was alive or not. So we don't know if the old lady's alive or not. Um, And then the woman asks about the little girl. And um, she describes the little girl and around eight years old, dark hair, pale skin and really beautiful. And there hadn't been any reports of the little girl at this point. So this is new news to our to our brothers, Winchester which is what i've decided to call them tonight i don't know why i'm doing that but
0: wonderful. i don't know why you can just up with the brothers winchester Like we have very formal um
1: it just came out a minute ago and i just i just
0: came back around. Just,
1: yeah okay I'm just, just roll with it roll with it so anyways, they go so the brothers have to go check out the old lady house now they don't find any evidence of sulfur, but the EMF reader is going off around the window where the little girl was. So now they know it's some kind of a spirit connection that this little girl has to this. And um, and they're also piecing together now the fairy tale connection. You've got a Hansel and Gretel element and a Three Little Pigs element. Mostly Sam. Dean's kind of like,
0: hmm, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Sam goes into how fairy tales when it was the Brothers Grimm was a folklore of its day. So we get, yep. we get folklore and then like, full of sex, violence, and cannibalism. These are a few of my favorite things. Okay, so let's go into lore here because I told you, it took me a while. So we're going to do lore early, but, you know, also this is going to probably be a short episode because there isn't a ton of in-depth meta to go through. But so for lore... Here's some random shit about fairy tales. Woohoo! Okay, so...
1: Random, so sim-
0: random shit about fairy tales so specifically we're gonna talk about a few but for those of you who live under rocks and don't know who the brothers Grimm are uh you should watch Grimm the the tv show because it was great um don't watch hansel and gretel the movie that was terrible um i think there was another Grimm, like the brothers Grimm movie that was also awful but so beyond that so in 1812 there was two brothers jacob and wilhelm and so they published a collection of 86 folktales known as the kinder unhaus merchant um Merchen? It's, there's an umlaut in the A. so kinder und merchant i don't know so i Mer- Mer- Merkin? yes Merken. house merkins that's what it was was house merkins uh, so but they translated to english as you know grim's fairy tales and so from historical concept there is a bunch of nationalism that was sweeping over germany at this time uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing but sometimes you know it it can go bad mm-hmm. um so they were using this a lot as to be like these are this is our culture these are our national things and we're all really yeah. happy about them but they did some of them did tend to have there was some anti-Semitic things in a few of them and but also like to the point where after World War II when uh the allies came in and were taking you were basically lording over Germany they banned Grimm's fairy tales because they were Mm -hmm. like this is like why they're Nazis is because of Grimm's fairy tales so I thought that was interesting Um, um not necessarily true, but, you know, they're like clearly like every all the Germans in these tales are really evil and cruel, because if you don't know the original Grimm's fairy tales, like Sam said, were full of sex, violence, cannibalism, like they were not like happy little fun things. So we're going to talk about and, just and banning
1: books always goes really well.
0: It does. So setting things on fire is always cool. Um, So we're going to start off with uh, some interesting facts about Cinderella. So and this is right before we get to the Cinderella part of this episode. But, you know, whatever. Um, So one theory is that the glass slipper was actually a metaphor for a vagina. Um, So that was something I learned. So this is based on the fact that the glass slipper, also known as the pantoufle de verre in French, Mm. uh, could have been a misinterpretation of the term pantoufle de verre, whatever, like there's a French person somewhere killing me. But that means, that word means fur fur slipper, which does sound like a vagina of the time. (laughs) So it was a fur slipper. So, you know, like a penis going in to see if it fits. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, they also think that, you know, um, parole, like actually have the glass be slipper, uh, the slipper be glass because glass is very expensive and therefore just like a woman's virginity is something to be yeah. cherished. So it was glass and only like a rich guy could afford it. Um, so and i think this has come out in some other stories but so in the german version of this the evil stepsisters do cut off their toes and their heels to try and fit into the shoes yeah. um, um basically so like now the shoes are covered in blood right so you yeah. have this glass slipper that's just like see. full very of slippery like, and gross yeah
1: and yeah unsanitary. so
0: I mean, like does that lube it up so like the foot can go in easier too, yeah though. it's like it's I'm kind, like you it's- know like if you're gonna lose a lot of
1: friction that way you don't have like the skin rubbing you just like this like like meaty sinewy foot, like it would slide in better. Right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So that's one, yeah, that's one thought. Um, another one is that because it was bloody, that also goes into it's like a hymen, uh, because, uh, these sisters were not as you know clean and as virgin as Cinderella was. So there she was all bloody from their hymen. I don't know who the fuck came up with that. I saw the research. I think you're digging on that one, but
1: yeah. cool,
0: yeah. cool. All right. Um, so um, not only did they like do that, um, also the stepsisters had their eyes uh, pecked out by by dumps. So they had to spend, after like Cinderella got married, they had to go as uh, blind, uh, blind beggars. Okay, so Little Red Riding Hood, again, this is awesome, and they came from Charles Perrault. So we've got the Grand Brothers and we have Charles, who is the French guy. Uh, he's the one, he also wrote The Little Mermaid. Um, when his version of Red Riding Hood, the young girl was tricked into her grandmother's bed by the wolf and then takes off all her clothing and then is eaten um yeah so um there's that one there's also mm-hmm. a version where she actually eats her grandmother and drinks a wine glass of her blood the wolf left out so that's for the cannibalism idea so there what this, that's more the original one of red riding hood that she actually eats grandma yeah yes that happened um okay so Hansel and Gretel weird. um so the Hansel and Gretel and I do not really actually have any notes on this part of that I'm speaking off the cuff here um so one of the things about why Hansel and Gretel was you know something that was really important to Germany and just at the time was that they're really poor and so when you're really poor um they would just leave their kids in the woods to die so a lot of people think this is a metaphor for that, and just that kind oh. of warning of, yeah, you may get left in the woods to die if you don't obey your obey your parents. Uh, but, so, but the
1: but the reward is, if you get left in the woods to die, you get to eat the candy house.
0: And get free drugs. Uh, so um, in the original, so the brother's inspiration came from a French fairy tale. A lot of the German stuff came from French, which is really weird if you think about like they are trying to promote naturalism, but they're coming yeah. from a lot of French places, whatever. Uh, so um, there was a French fairy tale named The Lost Children. And in that one, um, they, they find the old woman's house and then the old woman's like, you've got to hide because my husband's Satan and he's going to eat you. Oh, but the devil smelled them because they smelled like Christians. And then he put them into a barn and tried to fatten them up. And then, uh, so when he was ready to eat them, he was like, here's my sawhorse. Can you get on this so I can bleed you? And they're like, we don't understand what you're saying. Cause they're like, I like how, like the word that. got this. So they're like, they pretend to misunderstand. I don't think I would be misunderstanding. I'd be like, you want me to get on what? Like you want me to, to be on your, on your sawhorse? I don't understand what you want. You want me to go to go where?
1: Um so this is Satan who's married to the old lady, well the lady yeah. the, the lady and he can smell Christians.
0: Yeah. Okay, just wait. so just make to that's how horse. um and then they're like we don't understand we're dumb french children we don't understand oh, wait wait that one's to german wait, wait. shit wait wait whoa, 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 how do i get on the sawhorse and the old lady is like the she's like i will show you and then they they just tied her to the sawhorse and they slit her throat and then they stole that they stole satan's gold so good off of them um so but also there I like is i feel like satan would be proud of them yeah like hey all right cool like you got you got you know he'd be happy with you um so but um obviously this gets translated into the witch in the groom's version who has got a house of cake and sugar that you know kids want to come to you uh, but is thought to be a metaphor for hunger where everybody was starving all right, so that's how it's going All right, and the last one we're gonna talk about is of course Snow White, which is gets you know referenced in this episode a lot. Diana will post a picture of my lovely poison apple to the face to the Instagram page. I will say Facebook, even though I don't have a Facebook page don't, you know, or meta, whatever. Um so anyways so there's like a couple of things i think that are interesting about snow white so one was how the name came to be so you know we know like um in the the disney version how they come through like you know say like oh they look at her and they're like oh dude she i want to she looks like snow white she's got blah 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 whatever all the shit they say um but really what in the original one her mother is sewing and she's watching snow go in the castle and she pricks herself in the needle the blood lands on the snow and and because she had it open watching the snow i don't know why that seems really cold um also don't know how she had a glass window in a castle that seems weird um but apparently the the when she pricked herself, the blood fell into the snow, and there was a frame of wood around it, which was like ebony. And so her mother said, If only I had a child as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and as black as the wood in this frame. So I also kind of have always had this thing about lips as red as blood, because what is it red? No, it's like- this this is the color of blood. Well, I'm pointing at my lipsy, but you guys yeah. can't see, but it's
1: it's not bright red,
0: it's dark it's a crimson. It's like a purple. It's not, it's not blood red. So anyways, uh, so in, unless you like
1: smear it and like dilute it, then it gets brighter because it's, (laughs)
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's all sorts of ways to make the blood less, you know, less purple. But so I think what's important there is in the original version that it wasn't a stepmother. It was actually her mom who was the queen. And eventually they changed that because of ideals of womanhood and like why mothers were supposed to be important. So but in the 1819 edition, which was seven years after the original one. That's when they changed it. So her mom died in childbirth. And then the queen became her stepmother. So it switched out to go from mom to stepmother. Um, so and in the original ones, she is a witch. Like she's just a fucking witch. Like this is how she knows how to poison apples. She knows how to make corsets that are full of poison and combs that are full of poison. Yeah, the the original one had a poison corset in it, which I thought was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, it's actually like in her stays of her dress, like it's her bodice that's poisoned. Yeah um so she doesn't like dress like in the disney movie she's like oh i'm this crazy little crumb but yeah. in the original one she's just like i'm just me like i'm just yeah. i'm a witch so and she was like also really beautiful so she wasn't like an ugly lady i guess though the queen the stepmother in the disney one she's still pretty i guess she is but um anyways so that's one thing um in the disney one we know that they say that she wants her heart but in the originals is she wanted their lungs and their liver and she and so the huntsman brings in the boar but This woman really thinks that she's eating her child's insides. Oh, do I get to how old Snow White was in the original. Like, this is really even weirder. Uh, Because basically she's like, hey, I want to eat this child's liver and her lungs because they're tasty. Why wouldn't you just want
1: the heart then, too? Like, it's very confusing. If you want to
0: get your... Yeah, it's nose to tail right when to get your off your offal on. So if you're gonna have your offal, like you need to have all of it like why didn't you eat the brains like brains are part of that too like wh- what about the sweetbreads like so that would be her pancreas right like a better pancreas was pretty tasty. Um so, so there's that. Um, so also in um the original version you know so instead of like the prince like kissing her really what happens is that her his servants are carrying her around i'm quoting and i sorry i'll post the source i don't really came from i'm quoting somebody else's thing here so she says one of the prince's servants became mad that he had to carry snow white's coffin around and when given an opportunity to do so he lifted the lid of the coffin reached inside and hit snow white which caused her to spit out the chunk of poison apple <laughs> so they're carrying around like this dead girl that this princess picked up and his and they, like, and all they had, had to do was
1: get annoyed enough to pull the chunk of poison apple out of her fucking mouth smack that Shit out of her face, she'll be fine. No, but
0: I just like it's just this dead girl. He's like, I'm just tired of this. I'm just gonna punch his corpse. <laughs> he punches the corpse, and the apple falls out. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so
1: ridiculous. Um, yeah, so ridiculous. Wasn't the Huntsman? Wasn't that that's the the real life one they did recently, right? The um, Huntsman
0: was the one. Yeah, also not a good movie. I don't think.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I mean, I will say that. Um, what's her name? Oh my god, Charlize Theron's fucking wardrobe.
0: Yeah,
1: Ooh. bomb she's stunning in it
0: yeah uh so i'm gonna skip to this part um so one thing within the ver- the grandma's version of it snow white was fucking seven
1: just drop my pen yeah
0: because it's disturbing <laughs> because it's fucking disturbing you're so, so when... worried
1: about her being prettier than you when she's seven that you have to eat her fucking she's organs. seven
0: you want to eat a 7 year old and, and how many also- my, i go
1: back to that how many cute kids are there in the world and not looking adults?
0: because she might not it may not have held up it might not have held up yeah you know she may not have turned out well you don't know and then it also goes to the point of how long was she dead in this coffin and was she aging or was this prince trying to fuck a seven-year-old which i really think is what he was trying to do he wanted to take this this it's like so disturbing he didn't want to
1: fuck her he just wanted to marry her for political reasons
0: sure uh, I'm, tr- I'm, that, I'm cringing yeah. as i
1: say that i'm cringing i'm not justifying at all yeah I'm just, yeah so, so, so the, upsetting information
0: the, the, well all the fairy tales are very upsetting and that's kind of the, the point of this it's like they they sucked because people suck um and they're actually is very
1: petty is- very pettyly
0: and, well, yeah, everyone were pedos in. That's just pretty much the rule of the land. Like everyone was gross <laughs> and they fucked children. That, that is the history of time. Um, so, one. <laughs> everyone so, is gross and they <laughs> fucked children.
1: That's your history lesson. Thanks, Liz.
0: There's your history lesson for the day. You are welcome. Um, let's see if that goes into the highlight reel. So, one last thing to say just about this. So, the way the original queen dies is pretty great. So, the prince takes up his child bride (laughs) to the castle and it's like ah this is my bride um so he sees the queen and he knows who she is so he has his guards grab her he has a pair of iron shoes made and then they're heated up until they're really hot then made the queen get on into them and then dance until she died
1: i i have no words i mean i'm gonna file that away for like next time i want to like wish something bad on somebody (laughs) no not really i don't know if i need that karmic weight on me that's fucked that's fucked
0: up that is yeah (laughs) so yeah they're obviously like you can go through like all these these fairy tales and they're awful Mm -hmm. but highly entertaining um I say the my, my there is another German one uh, that is like Peter. Oh God, what the fuck? They made this really great musical out of it. Um, it's like Blood something Peter. Damn it. I'll have to look it up and post it. Um, but Tiger Lily, who is like this uh, weird gothic three piece band with a uh, upright bass and a person singing in a falsetto. Uh, it's like Strom headed Peter. Like it's like means blonde Peter. I like or like, mm-hmm. so if someone do the German translation, you can find the name of the of the musical in the books. Um, but it's always great stories of like children getting punished. And it's one of the favorite musicals I've ever seen. Because they have things or like this kid like has to like cut off his thumb. And in the musical, when they cut off his thumb, like red ribbons came flowing out to like represent the blood. It was really great. It was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. But anyhow, so guys, German fairy tales are weird. Yeah. Yep. that's lore. We can get Ooh. back to. All right. Back to our sex and cannibalism. Sex and cannibalism.
1: Uh, and don't forget the violence. So speaking of, um, they've the brothers kind of they haven't had any luck. They've done their research looking, trying to figure out who this looking to see if there's any dead or or missing girls around this girl's age that they that has been reported seen at this location at the old house, uh, at the old lady's house. And they just haven't found anything. There's nothing that they can figure out it could be like a distressed spirit or anything. So um they're going through other things could it be some kind of spirit hypnosis or some kind of trance or a puppet and then we see that bullfrog show up again it, it,
0: Oh, one second before they go to the bullfrog uh, so one thing that gets dropped here and this almost became a war topic uh was uh lily and bailey so oh, yeah. sam sam brings up the medium Lillian and bailey he yes. said you know she could go into cr- trances and be controlled by spirits i'm not going to go too much into her um but i will say that she once conducted a seance with queen elizabeth II. Ooh. Like the current queen of England was in a séance with this woman and a whole bunch of other royal people. So that's the land Bailey. Maybe someday we'll talk about her. But all okay. right, so we got our bullfrog.
1: We got our bullfrog. Um, and and at this point, Dean's still been pretty skeptical of the fair, fairy tale approach. That Sam's pretty much like this is what's happening. And then they see a pumpkin on a front porch. So Sam points that out, and then a mice a mice. A mice runs across, a, ma- a mouse runs across the porch. And so Sam's like, oh, this is this has got to be a sign. This has got to be a Cinderella. We need to you know, go check this shit out. Dean makes some um, really obnoxious gay jokes after they do their B&E about fairy godmothers. And anyways, making fun of Sam like he does. Um, so now they've broken into this house, uh, have guns pulled, and they find a young woman handcuffed to the stove she says that her stepmother just freaked out out of nowhere, beat her up, and chained her up to the stove. Just you
0: yeah. know, yeah, like like moms do. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Way, so but then Dean sees the little girl that's been reported. So he goes after her. Uh, now the kid's kind of creepy because she keeps like just like stopping and staring. I'm like, she's still a pretty little girl, but it's fucking creepy, just saying. Uh, and as he's following her across the house, she kind of like pops up and appears. And finally he asks, Who are you? She flickers out and disappears, but leaves behind an apple. Do, do, oh, do. so now we all not only do we have a cinderella tie-in we also have our snow white tie-in um so uh we in the next we, as we're cutting the next scene sam says the paramedics picked up cinderella which i just found a funny line
0: Yep. also um, when they w- I, I was trying to read my notes i'm like what did you mean by fairy tale boy identify snow white but i guess fairy tale boy is sam and so fairy tale boy has identified snow white and yep. dean's like i have seen the porn version
1: yes that's what he says i had that note too i think uh, i've
0: also seen the porn version so at least i know i've seen the porn version of red riding hood and i'm sure there is a porn version of snow white actually it's probably really awful you think about yeah, it yeah,
1: sound good Oh is
0: that I, I think it's going to Necrophilia no, in that's not good yeah no let's not think about that porn anyways okay so, so we're gonna get all, get all
1: those dwarves
0: all the dwarves you no know, I have seen the I have seen the porn <laughs> <versions. laughs> Oh, uh, thanks to trigger a memory. It's like, oh. oh no, no, I have. Uh, all so, right. so we're going to go to the Sam,
1: hospital. Sam, well, before this, Sam explains to Dean that the poison apple doesn't necessarily kill the person that eats it, Snow White. It puts them in a deep sleep, almost like death. Yeah, so until that. somebody
0: punches her. <laughs> until somebody punches them in the
1: face. Yeah. So back at the hospital, um Dean's trying to get information out of this nurse. And he's like, and then they're trying to figure out if there's any comatose young girls there. And there's not. She's like, it's all old people. Oh, but except for Callie. And that there's this girl named Callie, who happens to be Dr. Garrison, the doctor that's been helping with all these cases' daughter. And she's been there longer than this nurse had worked at the hospital. So uh, we cut to Dr. Garrison reading Brothers Grimm. <laughs> and incidentally, reading the Little Red Riding Hood story right then. Um, to um in to to a young woman that's unconscious we cut also to this point we kind of do a back and forth thing it's kind of a lot so yeah
0: and I that, think one thing to, like to note about the uh unconscious woman is that it's she's she's older right yeah. she's not this is probably she's, like clearly, a, she's probably like mid late teens yeah I didn't say that, but I mean, so it's clearly looks like a little girl, but just kind like, of fair skin, yeah. but not. And a I don't really pretty, pretty white
1: nightgown. I'm like, that that nightgown was adorable and I want
0: it. But- so we cut to an
1: old lady loading, gro- oh, I say an old lady, a, an older woman loading groceries into her her minivan. And this um, young man uh, goes to help her, but then after he helps her load groceries in the car, all of a sudden he turns and he attacks her. He's got that wily e. Coyote tattoo, so we recognize that and he just he's punching the shit out of this lady by the way it's almost a lot to watch and they're not even maybe showing she, it it's just like yeah. through the windshield and she he he is just like maybe
0: she had an apple in her mouth and he man, to save man. her
1: he just keeps wailing on her like it was i was like okay
0: it was very she, traumatizing
1: i think she's like she's unconscious now you're good like fuck if she's
0: not she deserves to get away jesus um yeah no, that, um, that deserves to be a tough old broad like i never like, every time i hear about like serial killers like like uh richard Ramirez is one of them like people who like rape or kill old people i'm like how do you do that like how could you actually hit a grandma like, and I had a really bitch-ass grandma. She sucked. I still wouldn't punch her. You know, she was an elderly woman. Like, I'm not going to punch the... El- like, it's a pretty good line. Don't punch the elderly. Like
1: Kids and old people, is that kind of like the rules? Well, I mean... Well, you know, no, you were just talking about enjoying <laughs> the the punishment of children, so... Uh, but, so... Um, but as, as, as this is happening, we get a, a scene from outside of the vehicle, and he's stealing the minivan, and a little girl is watching this, our, our little... Our little girl in the red ribbon is watching all this happen. We cut back to the hospital and our, our brothers Winchester (laughs) have located uh, a room named labeled Garrison C. So we know it's Callie's room and they find Dr. Garrison reading to this girl in there. So that's that's what they find now. And so they ask Sam, once again, with some empathy, Dean, very, very fucking bluntly about Callie ends up. She's been there since she was eight years old. She swallowed bleach. Um, she was found by her stepmother, who has since passed away.
0: So, so, does bleach put you in a coma? I don't
1: think so. That's what I was gonna say too. I was kind of like, mm, we need to research our our poison. <laughs>
0: Maybe ask can call, COVID. Can we, can we call? Can we call Poison <laughs> Control?
1: What do they have to say about this?
0: I was gonna call so, Donald Trump how, and ask him like, what happens if you drink? How much bleach do
1: I need to drink to be in a coma for like a decade? I don't know. But anyways, um. So they're like they're like Sam's like this is Snow White and Spades. So they think that her spirit could be stuck and or angry or in pain, um, and um, and that's and that's why they're that she might be causing this all to happen. As this is all going down, a woman gets rolled in that was bitten by possibly a wolf of some kind. She's deceased. Um, and she was found by the side of the road, barely alive, but has a granddaughter. So, um, Sam wants to stay Sam is supposed to stay at the hospital and stop Callie from continuing this mess. Dean is, I'm going to go stop the big bad wolf, which is the weirdest thing I've ever said. (laughs) There's Dean. So we see a little girl in a really fucking adorable red hoodie leaving a school and she sees grandma's minivan and you're like, oh, fuck. That's not grandma in the van. It's not grandma in the van. And it's not. It's the creepy dude. And he locks her inside and they drive off. But, like, did you notice it's like a little like a capelet hoodie combo thing she had on? It was really,
0: cute. it was lovely. And it reminded me of Cheryl's, like, Cheryl in the Blossom. River So and Cheryl, Cheryl Blossom
1: would totally wear something like
0: that. Yeah, Sharon Blossom is wearing some amazing red capes in the seasons that I'm in. And it really made me want the little red riding hood cape like coat. And like, it would My not look hood. that adorable on no. me. Like, no, it looks great on her, yeah. but nobody else would it look good on. On this little child, this hoodie adorable. was adorable. Yeah. So
1: we've got Sam at the hospital and he's like, look, he just straight up approached, you know, goes up to Dr. Garrison to talk about it. He's like, look, it wasn't an accident. Callie was poisoned, and doctors pissed because basically it's like saying that hey, your now dead wife, who you obviously loved, tried to kill your fucking child ten years ago. Um. So yeah. Uh, so Sam's kind of just like pushing the issue, tries to explain that Callie's hurting people as a spirit. The doctor actually then pauses and then is like, "Oh, so you've seen it too? So that means he's seen Callie's spirit at some point in time." We cut back to Dean trying to save a little girl. the little girl is okay so far. She's just, she like might be a little bit injured, but she's hiding, she's alive. And as he's approaching her, Wily e. Coyote guy, cause that's what I'm calling him at this point, attacks him from the back. And he's really fucking strong. Like this is yeah, not a Yeah, he kicks good Dean's ass. He yeah.
0: came, Dean is getting his ass beaten by Willie. So you call him Wally Kid, a guy, and i calling him Willie. So looks- Willie is meeting up Dean. <laughs> yeah. And as, um,
1: and we come back to the hospital, doctor's like, oh yeah, I've sensed Callie and I've seen her at the foot of my bed, uh, but she looks exactly like she did when she was eight years old. And so, like, which would make sense because if that's the last time she was conscious, that's how she would see herself too, right? As a spirit, I would think. I don't know. I'm guessing, but it makes sense. But the doctors basically figured out that Sam and Dean are not detectives. Um, but he, no, oh, yeah, he just now figured this out. Um, but he really doesn't want to believe also that his wife poisoned Callie so sam just sam's like basically saying you need to listen to your daughter's message then and at this point this is really fucking sad by the way to me but i'll come back to that so at this point we've got um dean and wiley willie whatever you want to call them like really fucking up some nice furniture in this (laughs) this dining room um like that looks like a very dated but expensive china cabinet um and um at And we see uh, little girl Callie watching, but kind of flickers away. The doctor, we cut to the hospital, and probably the reason she flickered out is because her dad, Dr. Garrison, is talking to her. He's asking for a way to tell him if mommy did this. And the little girl's spirit appears next to him, and he asks if it's true, and she nods.
0: It's really sad. It was really sad.
1: Because he's so for so his daughter got sick and went into a coma. Like this poor bastard, like really like this poor doctor. He needs therapy. Yeah. Yeah, And then, but, and then the one thing he had left other than his unconscious vegetative state daughter was his wife that he obviously felt some love for. And I'm sure she was trying to be supportive wife during all of this horrid experience of having a hospitalized vegetative child. And this bitch just like lived that life. Knowing all along she had fucking done this shit to him and to this little girl, and then bitch dies and gets away with it.
0: Well, I bet, like, if he'd known, like, he could have just punched his child and she would have come out of the coma. Like, everything could have been. And he could have
1: punch, every... punched the stepmom and everybody would have been happy. Uh,
0: yeah, no. Well, uh, the stepmom, too, like, also but, I mean, that is Munchausen, right? Which is what Dean, oh. Dean has figured out because of the sixth sense um, that the stepmother likely was suffering from Munchausen by proxy, which, you know, is she wants the attention that she's getting because a child's sick. So, yeah. yeah, she got child in a coma. Like, she mm. was Getting getting some good good Munchausen energy off of that. She's uh, kind of like Colin so Robinson bad. from um, uh, what we do in the shadows. She's oh, in, Munch, oh, it Munchausen by proxy women, or generally they're women, and they can be men, but usually they're women. I'm like, yeah, they are. They are psychic vampires. They're Colin Robinsons, and that is what we will call them from now on. So Colin Robinson oh. poisoned 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 the little girl. And- so, but then we get a very
1: sweet scene. Oh, we've got, but we've not yet. So yeah, we got Dean and Wiley Coyote fighting, and Dean's about to stab Wiley with big ass big ass scissors. But then we cut back to the hospital where Doctor Garrison apologizes to her, his daughter, but asks her to stop hurting people. Now that he knows the truth, and it's time for her to let go and for him to let go, and he kisses the real girl, not the spirit, because that'd be weird. And then she there's a flatline noise.
0: Kissing a, a seven year old ghost would be weird. That's what's. That's nice that's it.
1: Okay. That's, that's the that's the line. That's my line. Apparently, <laughs> that's
0: where you're not gonna cross. You can't kiss the ghost girl. You do like kiss the coma girl. <gasps> but it was a really sad fucking scene. It bothered me. It was me. sweet. It was
1: sweet. Yeah. uh so back at the house, right when Dean's about to kill fucking Wiley e. Coyote dude, the guy suddenly like snaps out of it and is like, "Stop! Where am I?" Just kind of sad and funny too. But it was it's kind of it funny, but.
0: Like what happens to Willie? Like he, did he go to prison. Dude, he killed people. He killed a grandma. Like he, he killed grandma a grandma and those two and those two construction guys. Yeah, probably. I mean, so probably. Hopefully, like he did other bad things in his life. He just hasn't atoned for. So the prison sentences are fine. Yeah because oh, yeah no like this whole, guy's
1: going to prison for a long forever. time maybe,
0: like this is death penalty shit like i mean what state be, are they in
1: no, I don't, <laughs> new york yeah
0: maybe, maybe yeah. if it was texas you would have been dead like he, they, so, a little child would have punched him to death so
1: can we make that the way they kill people just small children <laughs> to death. Small, it would small, take small, so long it'd be hilarious that's mean okay um
0: we have sympathy and empathy for people we swear oh okay yeah,
1: all right you know, some, some people don't deserve to live um to <laughs> well cruel and unusual punishment not a fan I'm just saying it's just funny
0: is that cruel and unusual or just funny I don't know like
1: <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't know yeah. so we've got um back at the hospital we've got the doctor's obviously upset but um he's talking to the brothers basically he's just uh, mostly relieved that the little girl the little red riding hood girl is okay um he, he says that callie had been most uh, important thing in his life but he should have let her go a long time ago and he leaves and uh, i thought that was a pretty interesting thing so um it was pretty interesting because it implied that he had maybe not accepted that she was gone still but um and then this of course the brothers are able to dovetail this into their own issue so dean tells sam that that was good advice and uh, sam's like if that's if that's is that what you want and they walk away
0: because yeah, uh, everything because sam's a narcissist and everything is about him so and so is dean so i guess it is the show is about them so okay maybe they're not narcissists but <laughs> yeah anyways okay so um they walk closing off closing
1: scene we get a big closing scene
0: we have no we have two but technically two i guess they're almost two scenes right so we're in a cool. flash of motel room which is really like a really nice comfy that like motel nice. room like those yeah. those sheets looked lovely and i was like yeah. oh yeah i would stay in that room
1: that sounds great. Yeah. Oh, and um it's dean sleeping and sam is sneaking out um and where is he going he's going to the motherfucking crossroads like he said at the beginning of the episode he wanted to do so he uh, gets the crossroads demon to appear by the way it's a different actress this time
0: so, it is a different actress. Uh, I, I don't know sure, but so this is Sandra McCoy, who was actually Jared mm-hmm. Padalecki's girlfriend at the time, which That's is funny, funny because he also met his his wife, Genevieve, on the show. So, uh, yeah, Jared fucked actresses who were, no, you know, I guess. Interesting. Yep. So, but this one, yeah, that was his girlfriend. Oh. Well,
1: anyway, so she calls Sam, little Sammy Winchester. Um, he tells her to beg for her life while he's got the cult pointed at her. She's like, uh, no, it's not the original cult, but she does figure out that Ruby's involved in all this, which is interesting. I thought that, uh, that the other demons are aware of Ruby's interactions with the Winchesters.
0: Um, and it really makes you wonder like what the demon chatter is like, do they have like a Facebook group? Like where, where is there a giant like demon group text that's going on?
1: That seems very unmanageable to have as a group text.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Is it Slack? Is it a Discord? Like the demon Discord is there, and <laughs> they've got they've got
1: they've yeah, they've got a small small like small group Facebook page that only they can post to. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, but they are
0: evil, so that would make yeah demons on Facebook. Yeah, it, it tracks. And there.
1: <laughs> okay. So Sam wants her to let Dean D- out of his deal um or she stops breathing is what he says she laughs though she's like do you even really want to get dean out of this and like kind of gives like this whole thing about how sam would be better off without dean Sam to have to clean up after dean's messes not treated like i like guess it's, it's not Rose, it's not Rose's little brother um and that he's stronger and better he will be relieved when dean's gone That he'll be free I'm like oh this is kind of fucked and like and she calls him out like he, dean sam tells the demon to shut the to shut up but she's kind of like, you protest too much, and it's, ah, she's she's kind of right. She obviously hit some nerves, and I know that's what they do, but I don't think that's obviously Sam's true heart, but obviously there's some issues. So, And she's like, no, I'm not letting him out of know the deal. It's ironclad, fair and square. I, killing me ain't even going to break it. I answer to somebody else. My boss wants Dean's soul that bad. Sorry. Um, so she, he, Sam wants to know who this boss is. She won't say insists that there's not a way out. So what does he do? He shoots her. He shoots her in the fucking head with the colt. And she did.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um I think, you know, but it is interesting that we, you know, we're learning that there's a potentially another player. Like, uh, you know, there's many layers to the demon onion. You know, it's like I don't own this, my boss does. And who's your boss? Well I can't tell you that, you know. Yeah.
1: So that was kind of wild. Um, eh. I got a a minor cast note, a couple of cast notes, nothing earth-shaking, but I wanted to share. Go for it. So Dr. Garrison, um, you probably recognized him because he's been in everything. He's like one episode of like every show made for like the last 20 years, (laughs) I feel like. Um, but did a bunch of soaps, uh, like all the way back to the original Law and Order, um, everything. He also played, uh, Ted Beneke in Breaking Bad he was the superintendent in glee and joshua parker in vampire diaries um that's uh christopher cousin's is the actor's name so he's pretty pretty recognizable guy um i uh, and then the uh, the guy who played with Wiley e. coyote the actor's name is actually aaron eastwood he's mostly a stuntman and then also had a, a small role in lord of the rings um and then let me see who else i had uh yeah, i think that was uh that was my main ones that was my main ones there we go
0: oh cool
1: yep so there we go so i think that you know they tried to make a lot of like a good um, like tie in the metaphor of letting go and things like that into the brothers i feel like that was fine but it was kind of like a stretch other than that i think it was a fun episode to have all the little tie-ins except for the and we didn't have to have them argue the whole episode about their issue about breaking the deal it just yeah. started, started and ended with that. But I feel like this is gonna bite them in the ass that Sam decided to go rogue. Just yeah, read of it, course. Reading the tea did. leaves. Just read the tea leaves here. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: So I mean, now he's gonna piss off his he'd piss off Dean, right? Yep. I mean, I'm just predicting what's gonna happen. You know, Dean's gonna be pissed,
1: but... obviously. Yeah. Dean's gonna be pissed. We don't know who's gonna ha- what's gonna happen to the deal. The deal's probably not off. And so it probably did nothing except for piss off a bunch of demons and your brother.
0: Yeah, nope, way to go, Sam. Uh, fucking Sam. Jesus, Sam. Just let it go, man. All right. Well, anything else? That's all I got. All right. Well, um yeah, I i didn't really have any to say on this it was a cute episode i i think it's an interesting take on things uh an interesting way to do uh fairy tales with the spirits like having yeah. the, the ventual spirit but not a crazy ventral I, I thought it was just a, right having a little thought, girl just
1: acting out what she was hearing was cool
0: yeah i, I think it was a great script um Obviously, uh, this is one I think that now is the next one that people don't like that much. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I thought there was some interesting things into it, um and that's all I'm going to say on it. And I think we'll, we'll close this out. Don't punch children; it's bad. Don't and
1: punch children. Please let don't children,
0: punch children.
1: Let, let let children punch you.
0: Yes, let children. So <laughs> if you punch children, a bunch of little children will punch you to death, and that yeah. will be your punishment. So just know that's going to happen. Alrighty then. So I think at that point, I will just say cheers, jerk. Cheers, bitch. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast.
1: Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter, Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us Trap devilstrap at Podcast.com.
0: Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share it with all your friends. We're available at all your major podcast listening devices. Or you can always find us at Podcast.com. Thanks! Devils Trap Podcast is a... Don't be a dick production. Meow! Intro music, arrangement and performance by Dave Cox. Piano arrangement and performance by Bobby Orozco. Meow!